Okay. So, yeah. How's your uh, kitchen dust? Just to pick up on where we left off last time. <laughs> uh, kitchen dust is gone. The builders are still there, but ah, they're no yeah. longer filtering dust into my kitchen as part of the procedure. If you hear any builders in the background, we've got a sneaky Clive there in the kitchen. Sneaky Clive, and um, the the builders, um, the lead builder's name is Kirk, which I found <laughs> was really funny. That's um, an underrated name. Mm. So you've had Kirk, and I can't remember who the guy who did um, my kitchen was. He had a funny name as well, but it's like Bryce or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce. I can't, can't remember what it was. Uh, anyway, welcome to uh, episode thirty-two of. Uh, pit of chimps. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are sponsored by, and I'm going to get this in first because I did have a complaint about it from previously. Uh, we're sponsored by big, 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 big fellow. Yeah, we've. There's been a few times we've nearly forgotten it. We nearly, but never actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very exciting episode we've got here as well. We've got three guests three? on the show. Yeah, two returning guests. Oh, one new guest. We've got the return of. Of course, Glenda Pope, Belly Jones. From Netflix. Yeah, our good friend and mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the return as well of my old friend, Mark Commode. Oh. Who's recorded another exclusive review for this show. The movie critic, Mark Commode. Yeah, the number one film critic in the country. Yeah. So he's coming back. And we've got another new guest who will be unveiled, 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 mm-hmm. unveiled shortly. We'll just rip a shower and curtain off him and reveal him or her. Yeah. Or they. Yeah. Um, sponsors other well, than big 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 fellow yeah so of course historically we've been sponsored by Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts yep we had a falling out with them mm-hmm. and they were replaced with um, Juicy Ken's Chewy Truths or something I can't remember I don't know. Um, Goofy Jude's Chewy Truths Falses or something. I don't know I can't <laughs> yeah. remember what it was but we've had a falling out with them as well. I had a bit of a run-in with them. Easy, easily happens. So we've got a new sponsor in place of them. Mm-hmm. It's Sean McGraw's Four Laws. <laughs> Sean McGraw's... Four Laws. Four Laws. Yeah, he's going to okay. give us four laws. Four laws. Week. Interesting laws. Laws. Laws as in L-A-W or L-O-R-E? Uh, the first. The laws. law as in yeah. legal, a yeah. legality. Yeah. Okay. Um, so here's the four laws that Sean McGraw has uh, provided for us this this week. Okay. In Vatican City, it is mandatory for all male citizens to wash their cock and balls in a communal genital washing facility. Mm. The facility is located in the Pope's ensuite bathroom, and the ceremony takes place at 3 a.m. every morning. Any man that doesn't attend is punished by being tarred and feathered. Mm. That's one law. Uh, in Australia, it's illegal for any woman under the age of four to take crystal meth. Wow. Yeah, very strict. That's controversial. Four, I think, is old enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in South Africa, you can legally murder another human being if they're named Plump Hank, Chumbo McLean, Dank Egg, Lumpy Nonce, or Bort Bort Clack Clack. Hmm. Um, and finally, it's... That would explain why there's so few of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all getting murdered. Um, it's illegal to use the chiller font in Yorkshire. What? I know, shocking. But never going there again. The only font that's legal in Yorkshire is Baskerville Oldface. Ah, oh, well, it's reasonable, I suppose. Yeah, it's a reasonable font. But no chiller font. No. Well, it's sponsored by Craig's. Of course, as usual. No deals this weekend. <laughs> they haven't given any uh, spiel. No. 
that just speaks for themselves nowadays. Yeah. They're just Craig's. No uh, deals on Dog Dirt Mudslides or nothing. Um, the Pork Mojito, the legendary. They are open 24 7 as usual. Mm-hmm. Kids come free. I did have a memo from them. They did say that they wanted me to um, say that they were going to be open on um, Christmas Day this year. Oof. Boxing Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Oh. And they're also open today. With uh, Craig's Bar is open today, which is uh, for Thanksgiving. Oh, excellent. yes, it is. Happy Thanksgiving to yeah. all of our North American, American well, American audience. Yeah. Um, Have you got yeah. any sponsors? Yeah, um, we're sponsored by uh, Massive Malcolm's Salty Treats. Uh, here at Massive Malcolm's Salty Treats, we pride ourselves on delivering salty goodness direct into your mouth hole and beyond. Attend our training center and we have, uh, sorry, attend our training center and we'll have you complete all the necessary forms and registration in order to visit our shop. Uh, We now have three for a pound or two for 63p. Um, We're located down the road, just off the roundabout. Ah. There you go. Massive Malcolm's Salty Treats. So you have to attend some training before you can... Yeah, and there's forms to fill out as well. Yeah. Risk assessments, things like that. Fair enough. COVID, I assume. Yeah. Um, we're also sponsored by Harvest Corp 2000. Um, very futuristic company name there. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever felt about giving up on your... Uh, sorry, have you ever felt about giving up your body and soul to a corporation? Yeah. Well, the technology has now been perfected and we're ready to harvest your body and soul for our corporate gain. Get on down to our labs and we'll perform the procedure at zero cost to you. That's right, we're offering this revolutionary procedure for free. Call now for more information. Oh. That's Harvest Corp 2000 there for you. Fantastic. For mm. free. Absolutely free. No cost to you at all. Excellent. Yeah, Where Tom, i got a question for you on that note. Yep. <laughs> That's a bit of a delay there. I suppose, yeah. Um, can you name all of the Fast and the Furious films? Oh, uh, Fast and the Furious first one the fast and the furious yeah i'll give yep. you that i think that's what you said anyway but um fast and the furious f- faster and furiouser too no sorry uh hobbs there's one about Shaw and hobbs that's an offshoot isn't it i'll give you it fast and the furious presents hobbs and Shaw. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sandra Rosalvan presents fast <laughs> and furious uh big car little car no um Fast and Furious Overdrive, probably. <laughs> close, but no. Uh, Actually, it's not even close. Just... <laughs> Fifth Gear, something like that? No, I'll just tell you what they okay. are. Um, <laughs> because it's a very straightforward like you know, list of, 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 of how they go. So it's the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. The sequel to that was Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, yeah. Because it's two. Yeah. Um, the next one, of course, is uh, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh yeah. AKA Fast and Furious Three. Uh, the next one is Fast and Furious. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So they just took the thes out. And and well yeah, just the thes yeah. Um, the next one is called Fast Five. Okay. Uh, because it's the fifth one. Yeah. Um, the next one's called Fast and Furious Six. Even though really it should be Fast and Furious Two. If yeah. It's the only Fast one. and Furious was yeah. Uh, the next one they got even lazier again. It's just called Furious Seven. <laughs> Okay. And then it was The Fate of the Furious. Ah. Then it was Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Hmm. The best one. Yeah. Um, And then in 2021, there's F9 coming out. 
Right. Um, and then in 2022, it's Fast and the Furious Rise of the Porkmobile. Oh. There you go. And then once they get to the 11th one, presumably that'll be F11. Maybe, yeah. Like, is that what the Formula One... No, that's Formula... That's F1. F1, yeah, of course. <laughs> the clue is in the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't do that. Formula One One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. Fast and Furious films. We are sponsored by... <laughs> we got more sponsors. One more sponsor. This is where our other special guest mm-hmm. comes in. Oh, that Fast and the Furious bit, by the way, was a sponsor. Okay. The whole, all of it. The entire uh-huh. uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. So we are also sponsored by Aquabito's Sports Report. <laughs> Nice. So we've got um, Ghana's top sports reporter who's going to just report on some of the uh, English Premier League uh, results that took place over the weekend. Okay. So, over to you, uh, Acro Beto. English Premier League. F2 1 Manchester United 3. Crystal Palace 4. Leeds United 1. Chelsea 4. The reason for United 1. West Ham 1. Fulham. West Bromwich 2. Which? Nil. Tottenham Hot for Space 1. Leeds United City. One. We need to be the reporting. Nil. Manchester City one. Liverpool one. Arsenal. Nil. Aston Village. Three. There we go. Uh, oh, that was well reported. To be fair. A uh, good result for your uh, Aston Village. There. Aston Village, yeah. Great win. Good result. Uh, well, thank you, Acrobeats? Acrobito. Acrobito from the Ghanan, uh, our Ghanan news. news reporter. He'll be back uh, next episode for the results of uh, Serie A. Oh, the Italian, the Italian League. League yeah. That's nice. Uh, well, great. Very professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like the fruit rankings? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. It's what everyone's tuning in for. Can tangerines maintain their number one Maybe, who knows? Spot. So are you ready for number five? Let's have it. It's gravel. Gravel. Gravel, yeah. New entry? I, I don't think. think so. I think it might have been an appearance before, a long time yeah. ago. Literally in the first three episodes, I think it was in there somewhere. Good to have him back. It is. Uh, from a long spell away. Mm. Uh, number four? It's raspberry jam. Oh. Mm. Have they been in it before? I don't think so, no. Mm, controversial. Mm. Uh, number three. Take a look at these neurokinetics. It's uh, an origami representation of Wyoming. Oh, still. Yeah, still in there. Down from on. number two, though. Mm. Uh, maybe number two is a special entrance, though. Maybe it's a new a new one. Let's see. Um, and number two. Uh, how's the brown roof like substance? It's um, Lorette de Mar. Oh, <laughs> the um, the Spanish holiday resort. destination. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, what yeah. a place. Near Girona in 
It's been. Yeah. Have you ever been to Lolet de Mar? I wish. Yeah, it's fat. It's beautiful. Really yeah. Beautiful place. Really great people there as well. Would you recommend it to our worldwide listeners as a place to Definitely. go in Europe? Yeah. For culture. In the world. For cultural purposes. Yeah. There's a really good pub there called the Queen Vic. It's fantastic. Forget France. Forget Berlin. Yeah. That's the place you want to be. They're at the Mar. And at number one. <sighs> Tangerines. Oy. And that is official. Still there. It's official, they dog. Still in it. You bet ya. Well, shall we have, as well as the fruit rankings, the other thing that everyone's been waiting for, the semi-finals? Oof, the Ham and Eggs Cup. Of the Ham and Eggs Cup. We can. I was thinking. Deliver that. Seeing as it's the the uh, semi semi finals, we should all rise for the national anthem. Agreed. Of the Ham and Eggs Cup. Agreed. Yeah, so it's the semi-finals, and um, we're going to go right into it with semi-final one uh, between Special Delivery Paul and Fun Man. Oh, last year's finalist, Fun Man. Mm. A newbie, Special Delivery Paul. Yeah. This is very difficult. Special Delivery Paul has been the underdog of the tournament. No one thought he'd get this far. He's putting a great performance. However... It is Fun Man who's going to take Fun the Man, spoils. the seasoned vet, is yeah. going through to the final. His second finalist in as many years. Where he will face either the Google Bitch, and the Google Bitch is against Johnny Wetwipe. Oh, well, it's a tough one again. The Google Bitch has quickly become the favourite after beating Soup Marlon, last year's champion, mm-hmm. in the opening round. And Joyce Sorbet Pog Daniels. Oh, no, that was um, Johnny Wetwipe. Mm. I can't remember who he beat in the last round. Johnny Wetwipe's been very good as Don't well. Don't really care. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the Google bitch, though. Oof. We'll go against Fun Man in the final. The final, which... It's not going to be our Christmas episodes, but... Or maybe... Uh, I don't know. It might be our Christmas episode. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the Christmas episode. We'll have the final. That'll be exciting. Fun Man versus the Google bitch. <laughs> in the final very exciting what Char Clarence <laughs> was that about Clarence I hope you're not planning on screwing the Google bitch what do you mean I had a rumour that Dusty Bin is uh, the reserve for this final <laughs> if anyone gets injured Dusty Bin is going to be in oh well, that's controversial um, great would you like a celebrity letter yes go on okay um this one was delivered to me via a pigeon, carrier pigeon. Ah, oh, that gives um, me a clue as to who it might be. Mm. Um, so it starts, uh, yes, yes, chimpos. Um, what are you saying? Yep, um, hello. I've just got out of the slammer and I'm ready to feast on some dark meats. 
Uh, I want all the meats in my mouth. Cow, pork, lamb, peking duck, maybe even a little McNugget share box. Uh, I'm ready, boys. I'm greasing myself up if you catch my drift. Uh, are you still coming over for Christmas? Uh, I've got a 24-pack of Lilt and a box of Twiglets. Oof. Hey, I've even got a large supply of ravioli on the way, um, and you're going to be pumped full of it by noon. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to smear myself all over the city now. See you soon. Danny Trejo. Ah. XX. He's got two little kisses on the end of it as well. Danny Trejo, the actor. The actor, star of Machete and Conair. And Machete kills. And he's in Predators, I think, as well, probably. I can't yeah. remember. Um, I thought it was going to be Mike Tyson. It wasn't. No, he's too busy training for his mm. upcoming fight this Saturday for some reason. <laughs> what a sham that is. It's going to be great. They're not even allowed to knock each other out. What's the point? No heads uh, get you, though. No headshots, either. No headshots. Or body shots. <laughs> no body shots, actually, I did. Yeah. No punches allowed. Um, well, I'll be going to uh, Danny Trejo's Castillo's house for breakfast. Christmas. Christmas breakfast. Are you going? Probably, yeah. It's hard to resist an offer from Danny Trejo. Fantastic. Well, I think now it's time for... English Premier League. <laughs> Hang on. No. Not that. No Aqua Pledgeo or whatever your it's name is. Burst back through the studio. <laughs> into the studio. Get him out. <laughs> out. Get out. Uh, what I meant is it's time for... The Allen Report. <laughs> there we go. Uh... Top Allen this week is Allen Awella 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 Oof. Oof. He was closely followed by Allen Monkey from Barnsley and Wet Allen from Parts Unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allen has infiltrated the pop charts this week with Allen's Psychedelic Breakfast by Pink Floyd coming in at number one mm-hmm. and Lovely Allen by Holy Fuck at number two. Other songs in the top ten include Spooky Allen by The New Fangles, Allen is a Cowboy Killer by McCluskey, Alan Savas by Alan Savas, Alan by Perfume Genius, and Alan by the London Symphony Orchestra. Mm. Um, there's been an Alan overload in multiple city centres this weekend as Black Friday hits. Many superstores were offering special Alan deals, including Buy Alan, Get Alan Free, Four Alans for Alan, and Extra Alan Points when you buy Six Alans. The Alan Police have installed a new Alan in multiple venues to ensure Alan demand can be met. That's quite impressive. The Allen Report. I agree. There it is. The yeah. Allen Report. There's also a shop in Berlin called... It's an internet cafe called Allen, Allen, Allen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, Allen is everywhere nowadays. True. Talking to people who get everywhere these days, uh, would you like the Lamb Dallas Report? Yes. Um, as you know from last time, we went to uh, Turdburger, the new uh, fast food dining experience in Egmore. Um, he... Oh, was opened the shop, cut the ribbon yeah. with uh, Louis Figo, of um, who is the manager of this particular branch of Third Burger. And this week, he's brought to us the dining experience. Ah, he's um, not gone to Craig's. Well, no, he promised at the end of last episode that he would give the dining experience review. Oh yeah, of course. Of Third Burger. Do you want a little music, quiet musical bed or not? Uh, no, no, I don't <laughs> okay. think don't think that's going to be necessary for this actually. <laughs> Um, let's, let's have it. Okay. The Land Dallas Report, Third Burger Dining Experience. Upon being given the honour of opening the newest Third Burger establishment, 
My hometown of Egmore was buzzing with the kind of excitement you only get with the opening of a new Twerdburger establishment. The crowds were packing into the venue to get their hands on the greasy grub and I, Dr. Lamb Dallas, MBE, was first in line to sample the savoury delights. Store manager Louis Figo placed his hands on the counter staring deep into my eyes. Hello young lady, what can I get you today? Firstly Louis, I identify as male. Whatever. Secondly, what would you recommend? I would recommend the Turd Deluxe with brown mayo, a side of shit fries and a liquid brown shake. Uh, okay, I'll have uh, one of those then, please. Perfect. One third deluxe with brown mayo, a side of shit fries, and a brown liquid shake, assholes. And I'll get a uh, box of those, uh, what are they, they're mini donuts? You mean our turd nuts? Um, yeah. They come with a chocolate dip. A delightful imagery, Lewis. Great. One box of turd nuts, assholes. Lewis, why do you... Speak in a different voice when you shout back there. It's because of they don't understand my deep voice. <laughs> I, pu- <laughs> I, pu- I pulled my undies down and sat on the toilet in my cubicle. I placed the tray on the table. I guess that's where the dining, the dining experience. You sit on toilets. Oh, okay, it makes but sense. I don't know why he's pulled his undies down to do it, but that's <laughs> getting to the spirit. <laughs> uh, what to try first? It all looked so appetizing. I said to myself. I unwrapped the turd deluxe from the toilet paper it was wrapped in. Oh, this is quite thematic. They don't wrap mm. it in like greaseproof paper and then wrap it in toilet paper. <laughs> Could cause some problems, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the brown mayo was thick, oozing out from the gaps in the sweet corn. <laughs> it t- I, t- I took a bite. The wholemeal bun was a wheat sensation. The burger itself had an interesting texture akin to soft chocolate brownie but with an unusual aroma and flavour possibly caused by the intestine topping. Uh, Next came the shit fries, which were more literal than I care to remember. The brown liquid shake was more of the same. That's a very brief review of the shit fries. Uh, The brown liquid shake was more of the same. It had a green cream substance on the top. My stomach was full and my soul was happy. Is everything okay in there? Uh, Everything's great. How are you enjoying your meal? It was uh, delicious, thank you. Would you like any assistance in there? Not not today, Lewis. He did not reply to this. I picked up the complimentary wet wipe and dabbed away at the brown substances around my mouth. I then picked up a napkin and wiped my ass. <laughs> seems unnecessary. <laughs> Maybe he went when he was eating. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, all in all, I would give the food at this third burger location a solid 10 out of 10. Um, it was a fun day out for all the family. Ah, fantastic. Uh, the Dallas report. Good old uh, Luis Figo, doing well for himself. Sounds like a good establishment, actually. I might might have a look. Yeah. I'll drive down there. Uh, get myself a tour deluxe with brown mayo. Shall we have the Mark Mode report. review? Um, <laughs> reports. <laughs> We've got reports coming out of our asses here. <laughs> the Mark Mode uh, Commode. And it's quite nicely following on from Turd. True, actually, yeah, it's a nice segue. Um, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Quest. Oh, I accept your quest. Somebody has a- well, okay. Somebody has asked you to do something, and this person wants to know if you could complete the task as soon as possible. Um, if you could do it safely too, this would be much appreciated. Thanks very much. <laughs> Is that the quest? <laughs> yeah. Whilst, uh, do you first of all do you accept the quest? I do accept. I've already accepted the quest. <laughs> what is the success percentage? 
well, thinking of all the factors, the person and safety mm. it has to be considered. It's around 47%. Oh, that's a nice percentage. Yeah. I like that. That's a good number. Good. Uh-huh. Good. Okay. So, Mark Mode. Yeah, he has said, I haven't listened to it, but he said, uh, it's, he sounded very excited. He said it's more than a review. He's gone above and beyond what he's oh. done here, apparently. So Is he know, reviewing... Your film from last time, Donald Rumsfeld's bloody <laughs> lethal weapon. Lethal weapon. Uh, I don't know. We'll uh. see. Take it away, uh, Mark. Firstly, to say that we're still wrestling with Adam Sandler. He's got a very big comical stick on Garfunkel. It's long and baggy and quite boring. The problem is he is also a very handsome looking Korean, but it's the class war issue here, which is this, right? Firstly, um, you are meant to be engaged with these characters, Duran Duran, who are stinkingly wealthy consumerists dripping with gold shoes, blah, 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 and they meet in a big cheese shed. And in the big cheese shed, they have a greeting card full of vomit. There, are, there is a preponderance of cheese in the movie, okay? So he may, he's a cheese store, he's a cheesecake. It's one of those morally duplicitous movies that basically says, oh, moral corruption, moral corruption. Moral corruption. Let's look at some of it. Oh, yeah, now we've gone to a bar where there's some moral corruption. He's Zack Snyder. Moral corruption. Oh, moral corruption. Let's look at some of it. Moral corruption. Moral corruption. Moral corruption, moral corruption, moral corruption. Let's look at some of it. Moral corruption, moral corruption. He's Zack Snyder. Moral corruption, moral corruption, moral corruption. Oh, yeah. Moral corruption, moral corruption. Moral corruption, moral corruption, moral corruption. Let's look at some of it. Moral corruption, moral corruption. He's Zack Snyder. Moral corruption, moral corruption, moral corruption. Moral corruption. Moral corruption. Moral corruption. Moral corruption. Blimey, this is a really good song. Moral corruption. Moral corruption. He's next name. Moral corruption. Moral corruption. Moral corruption. Blimey, this is a really good song. To some extent, you could say I'm the modern monkeys. Wow. Goodness. Wow. What a review. I didn't expect that. <laughs> He's the moral, he's the modern day what? Monkeys. Oh, monkeys, okay. Mark Commodes, the moral, modern day version of the monkeys. In many ways, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. Huh. Well, there we go. I don't know what he was reviewing, but... It sounded like it might have been one of the Fast and Furious films. <laughs> yeah. Lots of moral corruption mm. uh, involved. Moral corruption. Hmm. Talking of moral corruption, um, would you like to play Through the Keyhole? Oh, yeah. Go on. I don't know what that's got to do with moral corruption, but... Um, Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know what Through the Keyhole is, it's a UK game show. I suppose it's broadcast elsewhere too with their own versions of it. Um, where somebody, the host goes around someone's house, has a look around, and then you've got to guess whose house it is. Chef like, Lloyd Grossman. Yeah, chef, British Chef Lloyd Grossman used to do it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's usually a famous person. Mm. Not just some random person's house and you have to guess <laughs> whose it is. <laughs> Although there was one time on the British episode when um, the person's house was just like two people who were like held hostage or something in Iraq, <laughs> and they were apparently celebrities. Like what it's like who's gonna guess have? that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't even remember. Like I don't know, handcuffs or something, or <laughs> blindfold. I don't know. I don't know what. Random. Um, mm. But anyway, okay. Last week it was John Legend, wasn't it? It was John Legend. Yeah. You almost got it, but you didn't know that DVDs of I Am Legend meant that he was leaving you a clue. Yeah. Okay. So this one, I think you'll get this one though. 
Uh, okay, so we enter the house and we find ourselves in the reception area. Um, there is a small bed next to the front door. Uh, there is a bottle of wine uh, with a piece of paper inside it. Um, we head upstairs and we kick the bedroom door down. Um, the bed sheets are nicely tucked in. Uh, they have a, a like a bee or a wasp, I can't remember, sort of motif printed on them, like a pattern. Um, into the bathroom we go. There is a grotesque aroma and a brown lump of what can only be described as clay in the toilet basin. Um, the cold water in the sink is running on full power. Um, the kitchen has been taken out of the home altogether, um, but there is a truncheon on the floor. Uh, so, Tom, I ask you, who would live in a house like this? So, there's a truncheon, mm. and there was a bee slash wasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, motif printed on the... Uh, not a motif, a, a pattern sort of printed on the bedsheets. This is very difficult, actually. I'm th- I mean, all I think of that is Wu-Tang, but nothing else really adds up. And that. in the foyer, there was... There's some things. Small bed and a bottle of wine with some paper Mm. in it. Well, the small bed's neither here nor there, really. That was just. It was just there. Yeah. Just a filler description. A bottle of wine, bees, or wasps, and there was a lump of clay (laughs) in the. That seems to be a common uh, theme with the the celebrities. Yeah. Okay. Um, What was the other. The last thing? Uh, the there's a truncheon on the floor. It's for police, someone from the bill, Todd's, <laughs> Todd's Keith, or whatever his name Todd was. Keith. Todd Keith. Is it Todd Keith? No. No. You done? Yeah, I can't, I've got no idea. I thought you would have had it right there just then. The answer is, of course, Sting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> from the police. What's, oh, the police, the truncheon, yeah. Yeah. And um, message in a bottle. A message, ah, oh, right. And yeah. uh, the bee motif, obviously, sting. sting. Uh, okay. And, and the lump no of... kitchen. <laughs> no, he just had it removed. Oh, okay. He doesn't want to live in a room with the kitchen. Oh well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> would you like some job offers? Oh uh, yeah, I need to be cheered up now. Yeah. Um, so job offers. You, I'm uh, playing the role of the person at the job centre. Uh, you desperately need a job at this stage. Mm. Um, yeah, how did it go with the last one? I don't even remember what it was. It was something to do with Juggalos. The Juggalo uh, toilet man or something. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. Shaggy, Too Dope, and the other one were... Violent J. So, yeah. Uh, they were very um, very accommodating, as oh, usual. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're back on the dole again. Yeah, they're only uh, short placements. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so if you don't take any of these three offers, we will stop your benefits and you'll be poor again. Um, so the first one is Porno Man. Uh, you, will okay. be ta- you will be tasked with distributing porno to the local areas, uh, like a news, like a paper round. Oh, yeah. Um, we have morning and evening runs uh, where you will post porno through the letterboxes of various neighborhood houses. Um, the pay is okay, but you could probably do worse. Okay. Um Interesting. Yeah, it sounds decent. Mm-hmm. I have to see what else, what other offers you've got. Okay, uh, second offer is a professional wrestler. Oh. Um, the successful applicant will become part of the uh, Juggalo Championship Wrestling um, Oof, right. company. Uh, as a contracted employee, you will receive full healthcare and Vago on tap at all events. Sweet. Okay. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's good healthcare package for a wrestling company. And I'll be presumably 
taken up the mantle of the Undertaker now that he's retired. now well yeah now that he's retired and Maradona's died ah uh, yeah so they're um, all going mm, all the all the greats mm. all in the same day they all died in the yeah. same day Undertaker Maradona, Maradona and um I think well Bill Oddie's still alive yeah thankfully he just dyed his hair yeah mm-hmm. um you interested in a professional yeah. wrestler yeah we'll see what the third offer is okay well, the third offer is a large individual. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will be forced. <laughs> you will be forced to eat large quantities of unhealthy food until you reach eight hundred pounds in weight, and your health quickly declines. Uh, you will continue this role until death, from the inevitable complications. Um, competitive pay. It says at the end there. Ah, it's like Morgan Spurlock or whatever his name is. Mm. Super size me guy. There might be some more Morgan Spurlock coming up later, actually, oh. funnily enough. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, out of the three, I think I'm going to have to go with my boys, Shaggy, T-Dope, <laughs> and Violent J, and be a juggler wrestler. Oh, well, you do get Thago on tap as well. That's a good yeah. perk of the job there. So, hey, congratulations. You've been offered the job. Thank you. Excellent. Already. I look forward to it. Immediately. Uh, I've been sent some mail. Would you like it? Oh, yes. Um... Uh, I haven't had a chance to read it, to be honest. But um, so this was addressed to me, was it? Yeah, it's addressed to you. Let's have a look. Oof! Here we go. So uh, we've got a header here that says "Juicy Clark" or "Bust," superhuman businessman. Oh, so Juicy Clark. I I recall Juicy Clark. Yeah. Um. From last I can't remember what it was what he was involved in, but well, we had the re- we had recordings of his um, uh, casting thing for the uh, film. Oh yes, he's an actor. We managed to steal that footage and played it randomly at the beginning of last episode. I remember. Mm. Uh, so it says, "Dear Tom," and then in brackets, "and to an extent, Simon." Oof, okay. I'm included, am I? Apparently so. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of your previous episode, you played a recording from a casting call from the upcoming biopic of my life. Oh yeah. Chet is doing a remarkable job. Chet was the guy uh, who went the for actor. the the actor who went for the role of Juicy Clark. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chet is doing a remarkable job in the initial recordings, and I'm pleased with how things are going. However, he has been in touch with me with some concerns regarding your previous episode. Oh dear. Firstly, he is fuming with the release of the audio footage. Secondly, he disputes the casting even took place. But he's in the film. He just said he was in the film. Yeah. And we've, we've got the audio. It's there for all to hear. Yeah, the proof is in the audio, as they say. Anyway, enough about that, arsehole. Let's bring this letter to me, Juicy Clark. I'd like to offer you a job in my new business. Oh. Ah. I was thinking a pleasant turn. Yeah. As you know, I'm a superhuman businessman. And I'm ready to take you on with a full-time, ad-hoc, zero-hours contract. Ooh. My favourite kind. Uh, we've done our offices up and every speck of dust has been moved to a different desk. <laughs> Individually? <laughs> or? Sounds like it. Uh, we now also have a life-sized mosaic of Harambi. Harambi. Ooh, Harambi. The, the gorilla? Yeah, the gorilla. <laughs> That's good. Um, let me know how you feel. <laughs> Juicy Clark, superhuman businessman and barbecue chef. <laughs> and then we've got a picture of um, John Legend, I believe, in a tuxedo at the bottom there. That's nice. 
It's got a reflection uh, effect added to the bottom of it as well. Yeah, well. and it looks like some sort of green type uh, black and white effect on it for some reason. With gold <laughs> trim and the yellow glow. Perhaps it's to entice us into the business. Yeah. I well, don't know. I'm, well, I'm, you've just off, been offered the job. Yeah, this is the problem. I'm, I've already uh, contracted to QCJ... Silent Bob uh, <laughs> Wrestling Foundation or whatever they're called. Silent <laughs> J and um, Shaggy Too Dope. Yeah, Shaggy Too Dope. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So I'm gonna have to speak to Juicy Clark to get get around those those problems. What about Chet? How are we gonna deal with Chet? Uh, forget about him. Forget Chet. Fair. He's, I'm happy to forget about Chet. To be honest. He's. he's over. Should we have some entertainment news? Yeah, sure. Do it. Uh, oh. Oh, I wanted to have... Ah, here we go. We've got a little introductory ident. Return of the boom bap. Entertainment it's news. It's a fucking Borat or something. <laughs> It's our new entertainment news ident. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Loaded Magazine's most eligible bachelor, Tony Blackburn, has left his girlfriend, Gal Gadot, after she supposedly... Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. After she supposedly questioned his credentials. Ooh. TMZ released a video of the incident filmed by a passerby. Tony can be heard reciting his famous catchphrase, I had a gecko once, but the wheels fell off. To which Gal replied, You don't even own a gecko. Tony immediately told her to get to fuck, love, mm. and stormed off. Gal broke down into tears, fell to her knees, and started begging him to return, but Tony ignored her. It was revealed today that he started seeing pop sensation Katy Perry. Oh. Good for him. Also, on quick. Also tying together here a little bit. <laughs> um, former Tottenham Hotspur football legend Steve Sedgley is taking the pop music world by storm with his recent single, You Can Call Me Sedge. His next single, Me and Gazza Down by the Schoolyard, will feature a guest rap verse from his best mate, Paul Gascoigne. His debut album, The Steve Sedgley Songbook, will be released in time for Christmas and will feature guest appearances from Dean Saunders, Dean Austin and Dean Windass. Ooh. Good to hear a stone called Dean Austin. All the Deans there. Back as well. I think Dean Collins is also making an appearance. Oh. <laughs> Um, and finally, South African choral group Ladysmith Black Mambazo have teamed up with American garage rock band Black Rebel Motorcycle Club to form Ladysmith Black Rebel Mambazo Club. The group are currently working on their debut album, according to their lead singer, Jockey Shabalala. Oh. Which is a great name. Yeah, it's about bloody time as well. Yeah. So there we go, entertainment news. Although um, the last one already happened, and it was at Cardiff Motor Point Arena, or the CIA, as we call it, Cardiff International Arena. Um, what happened? It was uh, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club and Ladysmith Black Mombazo. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, as They did a whole gig, three hours. But they haven't recorded anything yet. No, but the live thing happened already. Ah, uh, yeah. Back in like 2003 or something, ages ago. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, maybe it is time for me to get some sweet revenge and deliver a film idea to Glenda Porkbelly Sanchez or whatever her name is. 
Glenda Pug, Belly Jones. Should we yeah. get her on the waft, wafty, wafter? Wafter in, son. Right. Hopefully she'll answer a bloody phone. Um, otherwise, I'm going to have to go to bloody Jeff again. Every 100%. Connected Ooh. to iPhone. Here we go. <laughs> It's pretty nice. Technology there. Yeah, we're so technical. Um, um, anyway, I'm going to have to speak to bloody Jeff again if uh, this all goes tits up. Uh, did you have any luck with your. But I couldn't get hold of him. Ah! He's got like really funny eyes, and I don't think he could find his phone. <laughs> That's a shame. Mm. Well, let's, uh, let's buzz her in. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Let's get her on there. Here we go. Glenda. Glenda Belly Jones. Hello, Glenda. It's uh, Thomas and Simon from the uh, Pit of Trees. Ah, hello, Thomas and Simon. All right, all right, Glend. <laughs> Good, thank you. Nice one. How's um, things at Netflix going? How's uh, space choice? Uh, well, not not that it's any of your business. It's fine, but yeah, good. Good, good, good. It is our business. Pardon? <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said it is our business. Uh, oh, we've lost. Hang on, we lost. Hang on, we've lost you. We've got <laughs> some Bluetooth. Oh, we've got some Bluetooth issues. Hang on. Technical difficulties. Please stand by. Hello. Hello. Uh, sorry about that, Glenn. Uh, we had some technical issues. Can you hear me? I can. That's fine. Okay. Good. Right. Uh, well, Simon, do you want to go first? With um, your movie pitch. Yeah, I'll go first this time. Um, so, Glenda, fabulous to be presenting Hi, to Simon. you this pitch of beautiful film idea. Um, I hope you're ready to um, embrace it fully. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, here it is. Uh, so I have a working title of Danson's Gooch. Um, and I was thinking it could perhaps star Will Smith and be directed yeah. by Morgan Spurlock. Um, the score will be by Trent Reznor. I'm interested. Okay. Um, so the documentary style film uh, will follow Ted Danson, uh, played by Will Smith, um, as he embarks on a cross-country journey of self-exploration um, as he attempts to build a better connection with his own gooch. Um, it begins in Beverly Hills, California, with Danson exiting his driveway in a 2012 Toyota Prius. Um, the next hour of the film sees Danson get into various gooch-related mishaps and strange scenarios as he drives across Middle America. Um, he is stopped by a police officer, in brackets played by Ted Danson, uh, while on the while on the Iowa leg of his journey and is arrested. Uh, Danson is told um, he was, as in like the Will Smith Danson, uh, is told that he's going slightly over the speed limit and it is also determined he is on drugs, although no drugs tests are administered. Um, during, fast forward a couple of months uh, to the court hearing and uh, Danson, as in Will Smith, is given a, a life sentence uh, without the possibility of parole. Uh, he is then locked away in solitary confinement as the credits roll. Um, there is then a post-credit scene uh, with Will Smith uh, in jail talking to Morgan Spurlock. Uh, Smith is repeatedly saying, I thought you said it was a film. 
Uh, Spurlock shakes his head and walks away, leaving Will Smith as nothing but a ripple of forgotten memories. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's interesting. I one one uh, comment. The you know the months leading up to the uh, trial. Yeah. Will that be played out in real time? It will. Yes. Good. Good. Mm -hmm. Jot that down. There's also a DVD extra where you'll be able to uh, watch the film again. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's bold. I like it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, right, so my my pitch. The movie is called Pogbert Unbelievable. Um, it's It's a superhero film. Uh, it's going to be directed by Oliver Stone, and we've got a soundtrack by Morrissey. I've actually got a little clip, a little clip of Morrissey's soundtrack, just a short clip that I'm just going to play oh, for you. Fair. Ooh, marvellous. <laughs> Here we go. So that was a little sample of the uh, soundtrack for Morrissey. That, that's my favourite Morrissey song. Yeah. Um, Written by Neil Morrissey of Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, here's, here's the pitch. <clears throat> Pogbert Unbelievable, who will be played by Tom Hanks, um, is a seven-year-old George Foreman grill uh, from the mean streets of downtown Kent. Her, <laughs> her owner is a fat bastard called Stingy Ken who will be played by Gillian Anderson. Um, he used to be a successful amateur boxer, but was forced to retire before t turning pro due to an injured toenail. Uh, this kick-started a downward spiral where he became an alcoholic and a right miserable fucker. Now he runs a local boxing gym in which he basically beats up kids to get out his frustration. Uh, he also takes his frustration out on Pogbert by forcing her to grill unsuitable objects like knives, light bulbs and rats. Uh, one day there's a storm, and Stingy Ken's flat is struck by lightning, which inexplicably gives consciousness to Pogbert Unbelievable. Um, and she's able to move around using her power cable as, a, as legs, somehow. Um, when Stingy Ken spots her moving around, he tries to hit her with a spatula, but she dodges it and gets into an intense fight with him before jumping out of the window and escaping. Uh, she finds her way to his boxing gym and starts living there and meets some of the local kids that train there. So we've got um, Donkey, who's played by Aston Kutcher. Uh, Deirdre Deirdre, played by Angelica Houston. And Funky Pete, played by Buster Rhymes. Um, they, they all become friends and decide to get revenge on Stingy Ken by beating him up to teach him a lesson and hopefully change his ways. Puppet Unbelievable uh, somehow passes on some of her newfound superpowers to each kid. Uh, she gives the power of super strength to Donkey, the power of super speed to Deirdre Deirdre, and the power of super wit and dance skills to Funky Pete. Over the next few weeks, they train uh, train up to try and uh, beat up Stingy Ken and uh, form a plan. Meanwhile, Stingy Ken finds out about their plan from another kid in the gym called Fuck Job Ass Pump, um, who 
we had some problems with the casting, so it's played by this person is played by four different actors. So originally, uh, Kevin Spacey was playing him, but then he had his controversial incidents. So we had to pull him, so we got in um, James Gunn, but then he had a controversial incident with some tweet or something, so we had to pull him. So then we got Johnny Depp in, uh, but then he had his incident with Amber Heard. So now we've got Octavia Spencer to play the part. <laughs> so the part is played by four different actors in the same scene but I think we've we've managed to nail it I think we can do it with the edit I think we'll be alright and you won't have to pay you won't have to pay much for that last one either because I haven't got a clue who they are Octavia Spencer sounds like a car (laughs) maybe maybe it is (laughs) Um, anyway so he starts uh, Stingy Ken starts taking an experimental new steroid developed by his GP Doc Wang um, who will be played by Victor Wong uh, known as uh, playing Egg Shang Chen in uh, Big Trouble in Little China, uh-huh. of course. Um, and this steroid gives him all the superpowers, so every superpower that's ever existed. Eventually, Stingy Ken meets with Pogbird, Donkey, Deirdre, Deirdre, and Funky Pete for the final showdown in the boxing gym. Um, however, they manage to talk through their differences and resolve the issues without any violence. The film ends with them agreeing to forget about the whole ordeal and they all return to their normal lives. Hmm. Hmm. I think what you've described there, Thomas, is a shot-for-shot remake of The Godfather Part 2. So, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I you've... don't think we could... We could uh, we're on, I don't think we're on board with that, I'm afraid. You've rumbled me. I did think I recognised that. Well, yeah, so uh, we would like to go with uh, Danton's... Yes. Oh. But Simon, yeah. I'm afraid there's there there will be I, I will have to demand one change. Okay. And that is um Dancer or Ted Danson mm-hmm. will have to be played by Onslow from keeping up with the appearances, uh, the BBC sitcom. I can make that happen. I've got all the connections. Not the not the the actor who played Onslow, but the character the Onslow. Is that okay? That's fine. Uh, string vest and all. I got it. That's fine. It's, Brilliant. It's confirmed. I've been on the phone with him already, and he said yes. Oh, great! Can we get the Morrissey soundtracks? I've already paid him to produce <laughs> that. Uh oh, go on then. Yes. He'll be happy. He gets very angry. That's a nice runner-up prize. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Have you got any other productions coming up in Netflix that we should know about other than Space Choice? Uh well, we're we're working on a uh, coming-of-age teen drama. Um, it's in the pipeline at the moment. It's, it's not yet titled. Uh, there's about a group of girls coming of age, and. Uh, the the main the main star is uh, Onslow from keeping up with the appearances. Uh, oh, sounds good. He, he's uh, he's proven to be quite popular amongst test audiences recently. So we're trying to get ahead of the curve and uh, pump out as much content as we can with Onslow. Mm. Onslow is a one man content farm, by the sounds of it. He is. I'm. Uh, I've been to a test screening once, and I uh, watched the test film. <laughs> that was that was a nice anecdote. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you very much, Glenda. 
Thank you. We'll see you in approximately two weeks' time for another film pitch with Glenda Puff Belly Jones. Bye, guys. Ta, Glenda. Bye. See you soon. Well, that's at the end of Glenda Pogba Jones. I've got a, uh, I gotta die. I've got to iPhone speak. To... Disconnected. Oh, Ready to pair. Oh, bloody hell! iPhone. Oh, let's <laughs> shut her up. There we go. I've uh, I've actually got to speak to Trent Reznor because I haven't I haven't spoke to him about this project yet. He might not be on board. Well, we've got Morrissey doing it now anyway. Not my film. Yeah, Morrissey's doing the soundtrack for that one, isn't he? Oh, what? <laughs> Can I hear <laughs> it again? No. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, got a new segment here. Oh, okay. From one of our celebrity friends who we've heard from previously. I've drawn a character um, called Samosa Jones. <laughs> it's oh, Shall I take a picture to put on the it's a, it's a Samosa, um, and he's called Jones, and he's going to be a fighting crime man. <laughs> a fighting crime man from the future. There he is. If you want to see that, listeners... Um, Facebook.com yeah. slash pit of chimps. Or Twitter or whatever. Whatever you fancy. As well. I, yeah. won't put, I don't use Twitter. No. Um, so, yeah. the new segment. Uh, do we have the new segment uh, Siren thing? Yeah, let's. Last time we had an analog version, which was like an elephant or something. Here we go. It is Egg Lampoon's Diary. Egg Lampoon, of course. Is uh, formerly known as Britney Spears. Yep. She changed her name legally. Um, free Egg Lampoon. Free her. And I'm going to have a little quiet musical bed, yeah? Let's... Oh, okay. Ambient. Here we go. Egg Lampoon's diary. This is from Saturday, November the 21st, 2020. I awoke to the sound of something frying. The smell of piss and vinegar wafted up my sexy nostrils. I was lying on a cold, hard concrete floor with a sticky red substance on my face. I was naked. For a moment I was confused, but then a series of hazy memories flashed into my mind. I was in the UK on tour with sex icon Bill Hardy. We played in the O2 Arena in London last night and stayed up all night snorting ketamine and drinking Lambruni. I could vaguely remember getting on a megabus, but couldn't remember where it was going. I got up to examine my surroundings. I must have fallen asleep in a chip shop. Not again, I said out loud. This was the fifth time. A man was behind the counter. You, Egg Lampoon, I cook you onion bargee for breakfast, he said. I wiped what I assumed to be ketchup off my face and asked him where my clothes were, but he just shrugged his shoulders and said, You, Egg Lampoon, I, Kazim, you piss on floor. I looked to where he was pointing and saw a puddle of dark orange liquid. He handed me the onion bargee, wrapped an apron around me and started mopping up my piss. I left the chip shop hoping to figure out where the hell I was. There was a gaggle of crackheads sat at a bus shelter outside chanting AFB. I wondered what AFB could mean. A fine bird? Absolutely fucked bruv? Annual financial budget? I didn't want to ask them to find out. I tried to avoid making eye contact with them, but one of them spotted me and yelled my famous catchphrase at me. It's Egg Lampoon, bitch. I ran down the street hoping that more memories would come back to me, but they didn't. The guy from the chip shop followed me. I, Kazim, you live with me now, he said. Uh, I asked him where my wallet and phone were, but he just shrugged his shoulders and said, You, Egg Lampoon, 
He lifted me over his shoulder, carried me back into the chip shop and locked the door. You go sleep now. I suddenly blacked out. I woke up a few hours later on a sofa in a room covered in newspaper cuttings and clothes. As I examined them closer, I realised they were all articles about me, and the clothes were clothes I'd worn during various TV performances. I heard footsteps approaching the door. It slowly creaked open and revealed Kazim dressed in a schoolgirl's outfit with a blonde pigtail wig. He started singing Hit Me Baby One More Time and performing the dance routine from the music video. I started to feel lightheaded and woozy, and before collapsing back to sleep thought about Bill Hardy and hoped he'd somehow find me. Well, well, well. There we go. She's got herself into a bit of a pickle there, old Egg Lampoon, by the sounds of it. What do you know? Egg Lampoon from the band Britney Spears. Yeah. Um, well, Kazim, though, what a character. Yeah. Kazim in the chip shop. Okay, maybe we'll give him a ring sometime. Yeah, yeah I wonder where phone. she is. She mentioned something about AFB, but I don't know. AFB? What could that mean? Who knows? Maybe she's in Egmore or Portugal. Could be. Hmm. Are you sure I can't hear that Marcy uh, song again? Uh, go on then. I From the soundtrack so. for my new film, uh, Dancing's Gooch. Yeah. Let's, Let's hear it. Hear it. Hit it, Mozza. Oh, good, Marcy. 